I'm Tony Quello, and I'm the author of the ADA. I am totally committed to supporting Hillary Clinton for president. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. A special shout out to my friend, Yoshiko Dart, who is carrying the flag every day for her late husband, Justin. She is a disability rights leader. I love, we all love her. Special shout out to you. And Tony, those comments, I just want to say something. I was in Orlando, Florida to hear Secretary Clinton give the one-hour speech to the disability community. Actually, it was like, I'm not kidding you, it was like you were in heaven, because if you have a disability, you know no one ever talks about this, and it was just so powerful. So, uh, Tony, see why you're saying that. And today, we have not just a national disability rights leader, very well-known, um, and a great man, but I'm proud to say, and a friend of mine, and that would be Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of the National Council on Independent Living, known to most people as Nickel. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, Joyce. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. I love coming on your show. Well, I love having you on the show. Um, and people listening to the show... Hearing me mention Nickel, I thought it might be a good idea this time on the show if we start by telling everyone what Nickel is and what the mission is. Oh, sure. Uh, well, Nickel is a membership organization for uh, centers for independent living around the country and uh, statewide independent living councils. And centers for independent living, uh, as you know, Joyce, are nonprofit non-residential organizations that are run by and staffed by people with disabilities to serve people with disabilities. And there are approximately uh, 700 locations around the country of centers and then 56 statewide independent living councils. So they make up, along with individuals, make up our membership. And we uh, advance uh, independent living and the rights of people with disabilities. And you know what? How amazing is it that we have you on today, which is National Voter Registration Day. And we could talk about more later and about Rev Up, but uh, I know that Nickel, when I think of Nickel, I think of fighting for independence, for the rights of people with disabilities. And if someone's listening to the show right now, um, how do they find uh, an independent living center in their area? Oh, uh, great. And I'm really glad you're thinking of us that way when you think about Nickel. So I'm really happy to hear that. So how somebody would find their local independent living center is if you go to uh, our website, which is www.ncil.org. On the right-hand side, there will be a little thing that says uh, for a link that says find your local center for independent living. You click on that, it'll bring up a map of the United States, and you can click on your state, and, and it will list every uh, center for independent living in your state. There's another link that uh, says how to find my statewide independent living council. Same thing happens uh, if you click that link, it'll pop up a map of the United States. And if you click on your state, it'll bring up uh, contact information for your statewide independent living council as well. Okay. Well, this is a great show. As I said, it's National Voter Registration Day. Everyone, get out and vote. And how amazing is it, knowing all of this, that our caller on the line right now, Tony, are you on the line? Okay, Tony. Oh, there you are. are you? Hi, Tony. How are you? Just great, and it's great to be on with Kelly today. Uh, uh, I'm sure that most of your listeners uh, know about Nickel, but I just want to talk about Kelly for a moment. Uh, Nickel is one of the 
uh, largest disability organizations we have all over the country. Uh, if it weren't for Nickel, we wouldn't have the ADA and a lot of other things that we have because Nickel is not only willing to support something, but they support it aggressively when they do. Uh, and so uh, I thank them for all that they've done. Uh, I, I think that the one thing that I really want to point out, though, is the role that Kelly has played. Um, Kelly is uh, someone who is very committed to our movement, understands our movement, and is willing to put himself out there for the right things for our movement. Um, so he doesn't uh, shy away from uh, necessary fights. He gets in there and fights for us and fights for Nickel, but fights for the whole disability community, which is what I love about it. And so, Kelly, uh, you're somebody that I greatly admire. A lot of it has to do with your great wife, Meryl, as you know. Meryl has uh, epilepsy, and that makes her special uh, to me, and, and I'm sure to Joyce. Uh, but I just wanted to let all of Joyce's listeners know just what a great person you are and just how much you've helped out our disability community, including um, what you've done in regards to Hillary and educating uh, Hillary about the needs uh, of uh, the people you represent and why we need a voice and so forth. So I just want to say uh, thank you for all you stand for, all you've done. Well, thank you very much, Tony. And uh, believe me, it's my honor to work with you and to, uh, for Nickel to help out. You're you're right. Nickel is not known for shying away from stuff. So, uh, but we we are advocates, and uh, we just don't uh, do this stuff for a living. We live it as uh, as lives. And I'm really glad you mentioned my wife, Merle. She's one of my favorite advocates and one of the best advocates, and I. Uh, one of my heroes. So uh, thanks for bringing Merle up. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's great to be on the show, uh, uh, Joyce. Uh, just uh, as you can tell, um, I am personally um, very proud of my relationship with uh, uh, Merrill and Kelly. Um, they're wonderful friends, have been for a while, so it's great to uh, applaud him and for all your listeners to know about what he's done and what Nicholas done. Thank you, Joyce. Oh, thank you, and thank you, Tony, so much for everything you're doing, and we are telling everyone to get out there and vote. Absolutely. It's, this is a critical, critical election uh, for our community. Um, it, uh, we've made a tremendous, tremendous amount of progress uh, over the last eight years, as Kelly uh, can verify, and we just need to keep it going. A lot of the things that we accomplished were by executive order, and if the wrong person gets in the White House, uh, they could repeal those executive orders with just a stroke of a pen without checking with anybody. And if uh, Hillary gets there, uh, we expect uh, more executive orders. We expect more involvement, more resolution to some of the problems we have. She's committed to it, has said it. Um, as you know, I've said on this show before, and as Kelly can verify because he's been part of our effort, is that, uh, for example, at the convention, uh, disabilities was mentioned every night. Every major speaker talked about our community. We had people uh, on the podium, but we had people on the podium speaking uh, which is something that we very seldom get. But every night we had uh, people speaking about our community. And then in the platform that was adopted at the convention, we were mentioned 35 times in 19 different sections. Look at, uh, I, I assume Kelly will agree with me. In the past, if we got mentioned once out of the four nights in, or once in the platform, we got all excited and clapped and said, hooray. Uh, this time, it's just overwhelming the involvement and participation uh, from Hillary, Hillary to our community. So she's reached out and uh, wants to help us, and it's important for us to reach back and help her so she can help us when she gets to the presidency. So 
This is a very, very important election uh, on Hertz, on who gets into the Supreme Court. Uh, it's just uh, probably in the 50 years I've been involved, you've heard this a lot of times, but I guarantee you this is the most important election in regards to our community uh, that uh, I've been involved in. And, Tony, before you go, I just want to say one thing. And, of course, I know you all heard Tony endorsing uh, Secretary Clinton at the beginning of the show, and I know you all know he's congressman and author of the Americans with Disabilities Act. But I want to tell you, I've known Tony since 1996, and I can tell you what he said. I have never, ever, ever heard any presidential candidate talk about people with disabilities as much as Secretary Clinton, and I was so privileged to be with Tony in Florida to hear her speak, and not just one minute, not two minutes, but the entire day. And I know, Tony, you too can tell her, never, ever have you heard anything like that. A whole speech by a presidential candidate devoted to our community has never happened. And uh, it was not just a, um, a rah-rah about our community. It was basically being very specific as to what she would do for our community. So this is coming from a person who has been involved with our community for 40 years, who understands it, uh, believes it, feels it, and when she becomes president, will advance our causes even more. Uh, that's what's so significant about this. The odds of us having uh, someone like this uh, in um, the rest of my lifetime is very remote. Uh, so this is a great opportunity for our community. Let's not blow it. Let's all of us register. Let's all of us vote. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. You know what, Kelly, what's so amazing is that, um, and by the way, we know while your wife is so great, because we're all in the epilepsy club. But uh, what I was going to say is, you know, when Tony was saying that, Kelly, I remember, and I believe it was, yes, President Obama was speaking uh, at some event, on, and I was watching it on TV, and I was with uh, the, my two friends and co-workers, Mary and Paula, and when he said the word, and people with disabilities, do you know we actually jumped up and clapped like we were so shocked? And when I was thinking about that, boy, that's sad, though, isn't it, Kelly? You know that we have not been mentioned before? I mean, like, yeah, we've definitely, this time around, uh, we've seen unprecedented uh, number of times people with disabilities have been mentioned. And actually, the, the speech in Orlando... I mean, specifically for a major uh, president or a major party's presidential nominee to do a speech directly to people with disabilities and directly about our issues is is historic and unprecedented. So it, it's really, we've come a long way. Yes. Hey, Kelly, before we go on uh, any further, I wanted to ask you this before. Can people make a donation to Nickel? Absolutely. Okay, and how do they do that? Uh, they can do that by going, again, going to our website. It's uh, www.ncil.org, and there's, a, there's a, a donations button on the website. They can just uh, click there, and it'll take you right to a form to fill out and make their donation there. Or, and you I know, would encourage you, you to do to that. Because you can just mail it well, to us, too. So. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kelly. I just saying you can just uh, drop it in the mail too. So. Okay. Again, what's the website again? www.ncil.org. Okay. Um, you know when Kelly said, and we're not we don't we're not afraid, meaning not afraid to stand up for the rights of people with disabilities. That's true about Nickel. You know they are the heart and soul of this. So I just want to say. You know, I meet people with disabilities and they'll say, oh, it's terrible how people with disabilities are stuck in nursing homes. Or, oh, it's terrible, uh, the housing. Or, yeah, you're right. But 
then you know you got to put your money where your mouth is. If you want someone to fight for you, they can't do it without resources. So I just want to encourage you to take time, think about it. I don't care if it's $5, but make a contribution to Nickel today. How large is Nickel, Kelly? Uh, well, we have uh, a little over 1,000 members, but if you think about that, um, like Centers for Independent Living are organizations, and so we have about 200, uh, 250 Centers for Independent Living that are members of uh, Nickel, and that in, you know that includes their staff and their board and their consumers. But then uh, we also have statewide independent living councils. There's about 40 of them uh, that are members of Nickel, and then we have around uh, 800 individuals that are members of Nickel. And we're extremely proud to say that, like about a hundred of those individuals are people under the age of 26 uh, who are becoming a larger and larger part of Nichols' movement. How many is that, Kelly? Uh, about a hundred, a little over a hundred members are youth. Oh, that's great because we need those leaders. We need disability leaders. We need our future leaders. And speaking of a great leader, Dara, are you on the line? Hello? Dara. Dara Baldwin, you are. This woman rocks, let me tell you. She rocks. She is a great disability rights leader, and I mean her heart and soul is in it. Boy, if I had someone fighting for me, I'd want her right there. Dara, how are you? Oh, hi, everyone. I, I am great. Thank you. I'm sitting here listening to the uh, historic speakers, Mr. Tony Coelho, who's a great mentor and friend and has helped me in my disability work, and, of course, Mr. Kelly Buckland there at, at Nickel, who um, I am a proud member of Nickel, and I used to work at Nickel. So, and, of course, his wonderful wife, Meryl, who's excellent. So it's been a great conversation. How about that? So, uh, Dara, you know, this is National uh, Voter Registration Day, um, yeah. and I bet you and Kelly want to see all those people with disabilities make sure they're registered to vote. Oh, of course, yes, and I just have to say I work for the National Disability Rights Network, or NDRN, and we partner with Nickel, you know, on mostly everything and feel kind of the same way about things. We are a cross-disability organization, and we are the national organization for the protection and advocacy programs, and um, we uh, have the PAVA from the Help America Vote Act, so it's um, the, the PNA system for uh, vote, uh, protection for the voting um, access, um, we have it here. Michelle Bishop is our um, director there, and she's out there on Twitter today. So go to NDRN Advocates. Um, make sure you're registered. Uh, if you need help registering, let us know. If you're having difficulties registering, let us know. But it is imperative, as uh, Tony has said on this call, that we get people registered to vote and out to vote. And, um, you know, voting in a different ways, absentee ballot voting. Um, and speaking of that, uh, there are many people in your state who are in a jail system or on probation, and they have the right to vote. So please don't forget them. So if you're out today registering people to vote, go into the jail in your state, in your county, and register them to vote because when you're in jail, you're not committing, you are not convicted of a crime. Um, it is unfortunate most people are still in jail because they can't afford a bail, right, to get out. Um, so you still have the right to vote. And if you are on probation in your state, you usually have the right to vote because you've committed a civic crime, not a um, criminal act, um, of course, you know, according to, like, parole. So you have the right to vote. So make sure you contact your state, Secretary of the State, and find out your rights and get out there and get those people Register to vote, and then let's get their um, absentee ballots to them because we every voice, every vote is needed in this election. Yes, and I just want to say one thing, Kelly. I'm, then you can t tell everyone how great Dare is. But I just wanted to say, remember, folks, a lot of those people she's talking about have disabilities because we know that yes. people with disabilities. So many are in poverty. Those are the people that can't get that bill she was talking about. Uh, but anyway, so, Kelly, you work closely with Durham with, uh, with the uh, NDRN? Yes. 
fact, I'm gonna. I was just at a meeting with uh, Kurt Decker, uh, the director of NDRN. Uh, we're actually here in Baltimore at a meeting with uh, the National Council on Disability, talking about uh, Medicaid, HCBS, managed care, uh, that kind of stuff at a roundtable. So, and I have worked closely with there. She's a good friend of mine. Uh, and if you talk about not shying away from stuff, uh, that's a pretty good description of Dara. She doesn't shy away from stuff. She's a, a great advocate, and uh, she uh, knows how to get things done. Right. Yes, that's for sure. Hey, while, you, while you're on here, Darren Kelly, you can feel free to make a comment about this because we're talking about how we need a president such as Secretary Clinton that will fight for us because of what could happen if we don't have someone that would fight for us, Dara, uh, am I correct that there have been issues going on right now to uh, harm the ADA? Yes, yes, we have um, several, unfortunately, three bills in the in the House of Representatives uh, that are called ADA notification bills: um, HR two four one, HR three seven six five and HR 4719, and um, today NDRN launched our Protect ADA, notifica- uh, Protect ADA uh, bill, uh, the ADA uh, law website, and you can go to ndrn.org, and under the policy um, link, you'll see it says ADA Civil Rights, and go to that website, and all the information is there for you. We need letters of opposition. If you have any kind of organization please send in your letter to Congress to say this bill is incorrect and it's wrong. I'm going to let Kelly tell you about it because, you know, it's it's definitely something, you know, about people with disabilities, and he is a staunch advocate on this too, but we do have the Protect ADA website, and it is necessary, and we need to have a leader in the White House who will say we're not going to touch the ADA in this way. If we touch it, it's to strengthen it, but never, ever to weaken it, and I know Ms. Clinton will do that. Thank you, Dara. And, Dara, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, you guys. Get out there and vote. Let's go. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Kelly, what I was uh, thinking about the other day is what would happen if we had a president that really did not care about this. I wonder, just quickly, could you give our listeners an idea uh, of what, what they're trying to do? I mean, on the ADA? Yes. Yeah. Well, the the bill uh, actually has been toned down a little bit because um, it was really draconian, but they've toned it down some. But it still does an incredible amount of damage. It would essentially require that you give a business notice uh, before you file a complaint or file uh, suit against them for being out of compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act, which sounds reason, com, you know, completely reasonable on the face of it. But in effect, what it does then is it means that, because uh, it gives the business then six months to go ahead and remedy the, the problem. So no matter how small it is, they have six months to take care of it. Uh, but the the problem that this bill really creates is that businesses would not have to worry about doing anything until they received a notice from somebody that they were out of uh, compliance. Uh, Currently, uh, businesses uh, are required to be in compliance, which means that, you know, if they're not in compliance, then you can go ahead and file a complaint or file suit. And without the threat of a complaint or a suit, they don't have to do anything until until somebody gives them notice. So it essentially gives uh, businesses a ride until they get uh, a notice. So it, it really is uh, more, way more damaging than it sounds on the surface. Yeah, that's why we need someone like Secretary Clinton. I don't think people realize what could happen if this went the other way, uh, because Tony Coelho has told me many times, you know, how many attempts there are to weaken the ADA. Um, and just as you said, Kelly, then there would be businesses that would say, well, look, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything until someone happens to find out and file a complaint, uh, which is a total violation of the civil rights of people with disabilities. So that would 
that that would be horrible. And by the way, Kelly, Dara mentioned a little bit about this, but anyone listening to the show right now, if they're hearing this saying, oh, my goodness, what can I do? What can they do? Well, they, they should write a letter to their congressman telling them uh, to oppose uh, the bill. Um, the bill is called the Americans with Disabilities Act Reform and Education Act, and uh, they should ask their congressman to oppose that bill. Uh, Reform and Education Act. Is that what you said? Yep. Okay. If you're listening, do something. Get out there and so do you know something. This, you know what this reminds me of, Joyce? What's that? Uh, in fact, I was thinking about this uh, the other day and then today on the way up here, and I think it's really interesting that you mentioned uh, Yoshiko at the beginning of the show, uh, because this really reminds me of the time when uh, Justin traveled around the country, you know, as a Republican, uh, telling people to vote for uh, President Bill Clinton because uh, Republicans were really proposing some pretty disastrous uh, cuts to disability services and uh, Justin felt strong enough about it that he traveled around the country to essentially uh, campaign for uh, Bill Clinton. And this election uh, reminds me a lot of what was going on then. That's It's interesting, too, where we have another Clinton running, but it reminded me a lot of that. I just thought I'd mention it, especially where you mentioned Yoshiko at the beginning of the show. You know what? Isn't that something? I have to tell you, I never thought of that. Well, here we go again. But, you know, it, it, our theme this year at Bender, every year at Bender, we have a theme for the year. And then what, what happens is I send a quote out every month um, to all current and former employees of Bender, sort of a tip for work uh, to help them or in their life. And this year the theme was action. It's action. And... So I'm bringing it up because, you know, again, don't sit back and talk about it. You've got to get out there. You've got to vote. You can't sit back. You've got to vote. And this time, what is that Justin said? Vote as if your life depends on it. Is that correct? Yep, because it does. Yeah. Yep. Vote as if your life depends on it because it does. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. So I hope that you tell everyone, and Dara's idea about going into the jails, phenomenal. One thing I did want to ask you, uh, Kelly, how does it work with assisted living? Do people go in there to get people registered to vote? I mean, how does that work? Uh, well, actually, some people do. Uh, not only assisted living, but nurses, nursing homes uh, and what have you, uh, some Sometimes people will go in to those facilities and, and go around and register people to vote. But unless somebody actually does that, they a lot of times will not be registered to vote. So that's something that actually people could go do and give uh, those people, get them registered so they can vote. Right. There you go. Another good idea. Well, um, Kelly, one thing I wanted to talk about for a minute is uh, mental health legislation. As you well know, Kelly, you know, first of all, people with disabilities, we have the highest unemployment of any group, period. But people with mental health issues really are like at the bottom of this, especially in light over the past several years, you know, of violent shootings. It's like every time I t you talk to a company about hiring someone with uh, a mental health issue, there's this immediate you know, fear, of course, I don't tell them. It's that if they're talking about it. But um, there's also been legislation uh, going on that could cause further problems. Uh, what's going on right now? What, what's going on right now in the area of mental health? Well, there, there are two bills. Uh, one of them is the kind of known as the Murphy Bill in the House. Uh, and it's uh, been passed by the House of Representatives. So now, basically, they're waiting for the Senate, which uh, 
interestingly enough, there's a bill proposed in the Senate by Senator Murphy, uh, and the disability community uh, stands pretty much uh, in uh, solidarity against the House bill uh, and in support of the Senate bill. And so uh, I think the the House bill, there was like 200 House members wrote the Senate leader uh, asking him to uh, just adopt the House bill, but uh, disability advocates have been asking for the Senate to uh, pass the bill that's in the Senate, pass the Senate bill without any amendments. We don't want to see any of the uh, harmful stuff in the House bill actually be adopted by the Senate. So that's kind of where that stands. But right now, uh, it looks like it, it may not go anywhere, at least until lame duck session, because uh, like Congress, as you know, is pretty much just dealing with the budget at this point. And then they plan on uh, going into recess, uh, at uh, looks like at the end of this week, um, to go back and uh, campaign in their states. And so uh, they would have to deal with it when they come back for a lame duck session. And if they don't do it then, uh, we start all over in the next Congress. Well, uh, you know, since we're talking about this, I want to also mention to all of our listeners that Secretary Clinton does have a mental health initiative. And I was very, very privileged to hear her speak way back, I mean right after she first announced and she was in Pittsburgh at uh, a friend's home, and uh, when she was up there speaking, one of the things she talked about that's very important to her is mental health issues and people getting access to mental health care. And, wow, I mean, that is so important in this country because so many people uh, with psychiatric disabilities are left out. Do you see that also, Kelly? Oh, yeah. And I've had a chance to also read <clears throat> Secretary Clinton's uh, mental health uh, plan, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in there we really like. And, by the way, go to the website, HillaryClinton.com, and there's a great book out right now, Stronger Together, that uh, clearly points out her views and how she feels about all of these issues. And one of the things we're going to talk about in a minute is sub-minimum pay. Um, And you will be in a few minutes here hearing Secretary Clinton talk about this. Uh, But, Kelly, sub-minimum pay, how long have we been fighting that? A really long time, uh, decades And let me just tell you that even in our own community, oh, my goodness, there was such opposition to um, ending subminimum pay. But there are people that work in these sheltered workshops that are paid nothing that should be there. And yet, when you say that you want to end that, you know, where will they go? What will they do? Well, the state of Vermont, just as one example, ended the majority of these sheltered workshops, and the people are out working. And I think you're going to see this happening. Don't you think, Kelly, you're going to see this happening slowly across the country? Oh, yeah. I, I You know, Oregon also is uh, closing all of their uh, sheltered workshops and ending subminimum wage. So, you know, I, I absolutely think this is going to... Uh, the momentum is finally headed in the right direction. So uh, things are really uh, taking place to to give this whole uh, ending the subminimum wage thing uh, a lot of momentum in the right direction. Well, let's hear what Secretary Clinton has to say about that issue right now. We're very fortunate and uh, appreciate Clinton campaign that you wanted to send this to us. So let's hear the secretary. You know, uh, The rights of uh, people with disabilities is something that I care uh, deeply about, and we've got to do much more than we're doing. 
I tried really hard to get the um, UN negotiated uh, convention on the rights of people with disabilities to pass our Senate because it's a treaty and we we couldn't get it through the Republicans and it was such a disappointment uh, their attitude was we're not signing on to anything that the UN does which is kind of strange since air traffic control and postal systems and a lot of other stuff actually have some UN connection but that's the level of you know, Tea Party mentality that unfortunately we are uh, living with. And so I want us to do much more here at home. I still want to get the convention uh, agreed to. So I think there are a number of things. Specifically with respect to autism, as you know, I've laid out a plan. I'm the only person running for president. I did it in 08. I've done it again this time because we've got to do much more. We have to do much more on research, early intervention, job training, housing, the whole range of uh, benefits and opportunities that need to be available to people on the spectrum. So that's going to be a high priority for me, and I'm glad you're here talking about it. When it comes to jobs, uh, we've got to figure out how we get the minimum wage up and include people with disabilities in the minimum wage. There should not be uh, a tiered wage, and right now there is a tiered wage when it comes to facilities that do provide opportunities but not at a self-sufficient wage that enable people to gain a degree of independence as far as they can go. So I want us to take a hard look at raising the minimum wage and ending the, the tiered minimum wage. Wow. And I want to tell you what, when she, thank you, Secretary Clinton, and when she first talked about that, like we were stunned when she said this because um, it's been so controversial. But um, I, you know, she also talked about um, CRPD. What do you think about that, Kelly? Because I've been at some of your rallies where uh, you and Senator Harkin had people, you know, chanting about this. Uh, what did you think when that didn't happen? The CRPD. Yeah. Yeah, we were devastated. We we actually couldn't believe it that we we lost that by such a slim majority of votes. And you know, uh, to come so close and yet uh, not have it uh, pass was really uh, uh, really really frustrating. And you know, to have uh, our good friend Senator Dole there and uh, pushing for it, and to have his uh, Republican colleagues. Uh, still vote against it was uh, was doubly disappointing, I think. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a sad day in the community, I think. Yeah, and I want to tell you what. Uh, two of my governors, Governor Ridge, Governor Thornburg, both uh, Republicans, both spoke in behalf of this, and I was there. And when I saw those senators walk past Senator Dole, who had just been out of the hospital and is 90-something, and vote no. I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was. So, like, wow, was I ever excited to hear Secretary Clinton bring this up. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the other thing is, like, uh, both her and Bernie Sanders, uh, both... Uh, endorsed doing away with subminimum wage uh, in their campaigns. And so, I mean, think about that. That's unprecedented as well, to have two uh, people running for president who uh, endorse getting rid of the subminimum wage. That's pretty, uh, uh, pretty, uh, uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, and just as you said, I was... Wow, I was so excited. So what would you say to someone, Kelly, a person with a disability, if they said, hey, why should I vote for Secretary Clinton? What would you say? Well, I, I would simply kind of lay out what we've talked about today. I mean, all of those uh, things we've talked about, and, you know, ending some minimum wage, uh, the CRPD, uh, employment for people with disabilities, uh, 
all of those reasons, uh, plus the fact that we've actually had somebody who's talking about our issues in a presidential campaign, uh, those for me are all the all the reasons. And then, you no, know, as Tony says, uh, we've got uh, two candidates who ignore us completely, and one candidate who mocks us, and then we have uh, Secretary Clinton. So. Yeah, and the mocking the reporter with the disability and the comments about uh, Senator Reid and about what's wrong with Secretary Clinton. Does she have epilepsy or what? Because she was moving her head. You know, all of these things together. I mean, any other group, Kelly, they'd be out marching. You know that? They would yeah. be so incensed they would be out marching. And listen, you got to get that same fire in you that Kelly and uh, Dara have because we all have to fight together for this uh, to make a difference, to really make a difference. So with that, we're going to go to break right before we close the show. But if you just joined us, I'm talking to Kelly Buckland, the executive director of the National Council on Independent Living. This is Joyce Bender on National Voter Registration Day. Get out and vote. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to National Registration Voter Registration Day. We have Kelly Buckland has been on the show today, and I just want to mention, if you're listening to the show and you're saying, oh, I wish this other person could have heard this show, they can, because this show is archived at voiceamerica.com, which you can download on uh, iTunes, or you can go to the Bender page, benderconsult.com, tomorrow, and you will be able to hear Kelly and it is open caption for all of my friends from the deaf community. So, Kelly, we have really enjoyed having you on. Uh, you're one of my favorite guests, I have to tell you. Oh, well, thank you, Joyce. Uh, uh, like I said, I always enjoy coming on your show. It's, uh, it's so much fun just to talk with you and to uh, be with you. So it's always a pleasure for me to be on your show. Well, I have a question for you. You know, I was actually, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, you have done so much. Uh, you know, you're a wheelchair user. You overcame uh, going through an accident. I hate to say overcame. You lived through the accident. Uh, and so my question to you is, you know, you have tenacity. You really do. Um, 
It comes from somewhere or you look up to someone. So who, who is or has been your role model? Oh, well, you know, I have, uh, I have so many role models that I would uh, like to mention. Uh, uh, geez, I, you know, the, the one person who's probably uh, affected my life more than anybody, is, I, I have to say, is Justin Dart. I mean, he is the guy that uh, I used to just, like, love to listen to him speak. He was... He was such a great speaker, and uh, his words were always so meaningful and so moving. And uh, I still, just to this day, I just think so much of Justin and and what he stood for, and what he what he did, and what how he motivated our community. Uh, he's uh, got to be absolutely my hero. So that that is who your hero is. Well, you know what. Yoshiko Dart's one of them too. Is she not awesome? But I, I wish, I wish Kelly that I had known um, Justin more. I didn't get to know him until maybe a year before uh, he passed away. But wow, talk about someone that could bring everyone together. Isn't that the truth? How how he could bring all yeah. the disability groups together? Absolutely. He he was the he was the one person who everyone would listen to, you know. Yeah, and we need that. We continue to need that. Uh, we got to continue to work on getting all of our disability leaders working together because together, you know, we have so much power. So, Kelly, you have done a lot, and even uh, with everything you're doing right now at Nickel over the past year, what, what has been your greatest accomplishment? Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, I said this on your last, the last time I was on your show, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. Um, but I still, I still think that this is probably my, uh, the accomplishment that I'm the most proud of. And that was, uh, passing the, uh, uh, bills that protected the rights of parents with disabilities, which, uh, ultimately led to the writing of the report uh, Rock the Cradle um, through the National Council on Disability. And it's still one of my most, uh, one of the things I'm the most passionate about is uh, protecting the rights of parents with disabilities. So I I still have to stick with that. I still think that's my uh, greatest accomplishment. And how important is that? Wow. Because so many times I know people with disabilities, when they... uh, Parents, when they have a child, are so nervous as to what's going to happen. You know, are they going to take the child from me? Uh, which, so, how horrible is that? So, uh, that, well, that really is a great accomplishment, Kelly. Has that been um, enforced pretty much, or what's going on with that? Well, yeah, uh, we had a great breakthrough recently. The Department of Justice uh, released guidance that uh, essentially said, yeah, well, the Americans with Disabilities Act and 504 uh, actually do apply to the courts, and that includes uh, custody issues around uh, parenting. So uh, that was a that was a, a great breakthrough, and and to, for them to say that the you know the some of the greatest uh, disability rights laws actually apply to parenting that was great. We we still are uh, talking about and thinking about. Uh, introducing a bill that would specifically protect the rights of parents with disabilities. But, and, you know, the state coming in and taking your children is one concern. But uh, what we do know is that most people, most parents with disabilities uh, actually lose custody of their children in divorce court. So uh, that one's usually not the first thing that comes to people's minds, but that's where... uh, you know, all the biases and prejudices about somebody's disability is used against them as in divorce court to try to get custody of children. So, Wow. So our listeners understand, prior to all of this, there were cases where, um, let's say, two people uh, were blind and had a child, that the child could, was taken away from them or could have been taken away from them. Is that correct? 
Oh yeah, there's there's documented cases of it. In fact, uh, there's been several suits about it. Uh, we've had uh, babies taken away from their mothers uh, at the hospital before they ever were ever allowed to go home. Uh, uh, mothers who use wheelchairs have had their children taken from them before they could go home because uh, they didn't feel like the mother could transport them safely in the car. Um, uh, we've had uh, mothers who were blind or intellectually disabled uh, have their babies taken away from them in the hospital because there was uh, questions about their uh, uh, ability to be fit parents themselves. Well, yeah, this stuff happens, and uh, frankly, it happens uh, pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, so it's a big problem, and, you know, there's nothing really more fundamental than uh, reproducing and raising your young. I mean, that's without that, none of us would be here. So it's pretty fundamental. Oh, and even thinking about that is just, oh, heart, heart, oh terrible. Well, Kelly, here's what I say for you. You're one of my heroes, so thank you for doing that because that is so important. What could be more important than that? So, Kelly, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, obviously, it's uh, voter registration day, so if you're not registered, go register and then go vote on election day. Yeah, and I hope of all the things that we've talked about, that that would be the thing that would be on everyone's mind uh, is that you get out and you vote. And, uh, Kelly, as Dara said, that includes people who are in jails, people uh, who are in nursing homes, people everywhere. How how can people get involved in that, by the way? Do they go Uh, to their local? There's a rev-up campaign. Uh, that's being uh, done by both AAPD and NICL together jointly. Uh, a lot of centers for independent living around the country are, are participating in that. And REVUP uh, basically stands for uh, ramp up our, um, um, I can't remember exactly what it's, uh, register, educate, and vote. Uh, REV and then uh, use your power is at the up. So, uh, that campaign is going on around the country, and uh, like I said, a lot of centers for independent living are participating. They'll help you register, but if uh, otherwise, you can just call your local secretary of state, and they can tell you, or your local county officials, they can tell you how to register to vote. So, uh, on national registration uh, day, go register to vote. All right, and I hope you do. So we end every show with a quote. And today it is from Secretary Clinton, so recent, September 21st. She said, we've got to build an inclusive economy that welcomes people with disabilities, values their work, treats them with respect. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. If you aren't registered to vote, as soon as you stop listening to this show, you get on it. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.